right, we are here <laughs> back on the slack line with Jay Wow. 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 And the boss. The boss yes. is coming. That's a made up dumb fairy tale name, you. And we are here for our ninth episode. Nine. I, I think it's ninth. Uh, with Kyler Henderson. Yes. And uh, Jerry Jimenez. It's actually Jimenez? Jimenez. 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 Geraldo Jimenez. Hello, hello. He is uh, straight from Mexico. Straight. And uh, as most of our guests do, woke up on my couch this morning mm. and decided to be on the Slack line. <laughs> yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. And he's uh, also a dear friend of ours, and it's really good of to course. have you yeah, around here. And so is Kyler, of course. Uh, Kyler is here. He is uh, a grip. In the Vancouver film industry, and a filmmaker, uh, what do you do when you're not well, like? What's your if you're making the film for yourself? What's what's your thing? Oh man, I don't know. I don't really do anything outside of gripping these days. No. Well, <laughs> if you were uh, if you were to be like, hey, remember when I was an artist? I'm gonna do that again. <laughs> remember well, when we'll, I we'll did grip sell artist. What, what were you? Artist, uh, right? What was it? Uh, what was your thing? Writing, writing, directing? Yeah. Writing. And I still do a lot of writing, yeah. but I don't actually do the writing part, it seems like, these days. It's just all in your head. Yeah, it's all in my head. Like, oh, man, that's a great idea. I tell people, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm working on this, but yeah, I haven't. I've got this on the go. So many projects. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of that way sometimes. <laughs> I think that's the that's the uh, the writer's sort of mentality sometimes. It's like, you do have it on the go, man. If, even if you haven't put it on paper. I mean, it's up here. And yeah. It's working. And, yeah. and when you do get, like, an aha moment. You're like, oh shit, yeah. that that works, and then you start putting it on paper. No. But but if you're like me, you get like ADD. You start so many different projects, and then you don't actually ever finish them. You just move on to the next oh, one. Dude, I, I, I hear you, man. <laughs> I am 100. percent But you're always writing, like you're always just jotting notes down in your phone or whatnot. Yeah. It almost becomes like chaotic. Yeah. You can't keep track of like what's for what and what is this for. Like I'm always writing, but I'm never writing. You're no. totally right, man. I have like <laughs> six different books of just like random notes that make no coherent sense as one thing. Yeah. Uh, and like a few scripts and stuff like that, but yeah, <laughs> most of it is just constant thoughts. That yeah. You're like, yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have that stuff, but the real good shit is up here. <laughs> it's up here. It's, just it's a, coming. It's like a, it, a process of procrastination. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting though because sometimes all of this come along. We have uh, Duke here uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and he said that how he actually wrote uh, music with stuff that, or it was you, Matt, like. You you're just like going through old notebooks and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And like you just pick up some parts of, of yeah. the things that you wrote in the past and, and Yeah, I was cleaning out the we were doing a garage sale at my dad's place and we were cleaning out like way, way old stuff. Like stuff from when I was like thirteen when I first started learning how to play guitar and like I had like a diary of, of songs, like probably fifty shit shit songs. <laughs> 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 that like a 14 year old would write yeah. but uh there are like certain lines or certain paragraphs or whatever that are like oh that's pretty good i'll take that line or like i can build a song <laughs> off of that one thing and yeah you end up getting like four or five songs out of you know old thoughts it's pretty cool that way yeah interrupted by the mic test uh, this is where we go back to our thoughts from last week. Um, I mean, I was the only one <laughs> of the four of us that were here last week. Uh, Jay Wow actually has returned uh, and mysteriously um, 
suspiciously missing his mustache uh we we spoke about it alexis and i last week were we're kind of i mean we were put off we were talking about conspiracies a couple weeks before jay wow uh didn't show up at random he didn't tell me he wasn't showing up and left me alone here again with a guest um such a good co-host but then he called in about halfway through and he was at the mexico texas border and they were trying to throw him out of the country and his phone, he dropped his phone. Some random hick picked it up. Uh, uh, what's his? Bernie. Bernie, one of our our listeners yeah, from before, man. actually. Yeah. Coincidentally, picked up Wow's phone. We had a conversation with him. And Wow just coincidentally happened to find it. And now he shows up here sans mustache. And I'm quite certain it's it's Wow's evil twin. Man. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. To be honest, I. My life, it's been tough lately. Mm hmm. Um, I slept two nights ago and I woke up this morning missing my mustache mm. and I don't know what happened. I really don't know. I remember lights, a spaceship and a razor. A razor? <laughs> that would make sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, they Wait, shave your this yeah, is the, so this right here is the birth of a new... A new conspiracy, conspiracy. Were they trying to study your mustache? Man, I think they are trying to stop Movember. But that's oh. the thing, you know, like uh, it, it was never because of Movember. You know, they got the wrong guy. For that's sure. true. You were you were just a mustache mainstay. I'm like Movember every month. You were the November. victim of a Movember terrorist attack. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. There's just I a group going around that. pinning people down and shaving their Movember it mustaches. Might be, it might be even <laughs> ISIS. Mm. Mm. <laughs> They don't like mustaches. <laughs> no, full beard or clean shave. Yeah, yeah. Either, you know. Yeah, well, they might have to revisit that little comment on the last, on the next <laughs> mic test. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about conspiracy theories last week. And, I mean, usually we go back and try to decipher where we maybe went wrong and and apologize for comments that maybe were a little offside. But the whole thing was to talk about conspiracy theories, so... There's nothing that could really be offside in that type of conversation. No. We got into like ghosts and and you know maybe different types of afterlife and stuff like that, which was kind of fun. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll continue that conversation with with Alexis or maybe some other people going forward. And maybe when uh, when Jay Wow decides to return, I don't I don't think I really want to talk to his evil twin. He's it's really making me uncomfortable <laughs> that he uh, he sands his mustache this week. I'm not really sure. What to really make of it? <laughs> oh, how long did you have a mustache for? Um, I didn't. The mustache had me mm. <laughs> for two years. Yeah. Do you want two the mustache years. on or off? Off, please. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we've known him, he's had the mustache. Which you know, it's not that long, but it's about a year and a couple months. Yeah, yeah. I, th I figured he was a lifer. A lifer. I like 18 years old, he, he was, was the only guy it. in school that could grow a mustache, oh, and he's yeah. had it ever since. Yeah, mm. yeah since that I was very mustache. That back in those days, the 70s, it was really popular. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the industry you worked in, which was porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porn. Well, porn. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the yeah. Brazilian deep cut porn. Yeah. Yeah, you might not have we seen. All it. have mustaches. If deep you've cut. seen a yeah, porn those film, a guy cuts. with a mustache, he's Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> a pre-requirement uh, but when you woke up like and you looked in the mirror did you have like this moment of 
this is a crisis moment. Like, what have I done? No, or yeah. what has happened? Yes. You don't even recognize yes. yourself? Yes. My girlfriend looked at me yesterday. I didn't tell her that I was going to shave. She was like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> the mustache is the only reason I was dating you. Yeah, man. And then we had our first fight. I think it was because of the oh, mustache. Because man. of the mustache. It, yeah. I think it's it the was. source of all your authority. It is, man. I have to grow that back again very soon. Well, you had mentioned uh, you mentioned that you shed it every every fall. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Every fall, it it falls down with the leaves, mm. and uh, it blooms again in uh, spring. It's it's beautiful. It's yeah. colorful. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's flowering. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it actually turns a nice auburn red. As uh, you know, just just the day before it falls, I, I, am I wrong? No, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. I'm unfortunately didn't <laughs> take any pictures, but yeah, uh, yeah it's, that's it's right. like next time. Because when 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 it's about to fall, I get really anxious. I don't want to see too many people until it actually falls, and then uh, it's like opposite <laughs> hibernation. <then>. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you go into hiding for a few days. Yeah. I can't. Don't look at me. Yeah, it's yeah. about to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, I guess that's it for for the mic test on that. So uh, let's go to to this week's topic. Usually, we go from the lighter topics into the heavier ones. So that sounds w- good. Yeah, let's start with. Uh, I think Kyler, you wanted to talk a little twenty first century dating. Oh man. Yeah, and uh, oh, and you know really how nice it's topic. maybe yeah how it's maybe differed a little bit. It's interesting because Kyler, how old are you? 25 is 20. my go-to answer. How old are you, Kyler? <laughs> 25. Okay. <laughs> so Joao and I uh, aren't ashamed of our age, and we're both 28. Are you 29? 29. I'm ashamed of my age. Mm. Yes, I'm 29. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, Kyler yeah, we're is. not. We're Kyler not. is, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am ashamed of my age. Yeah. It's, uh, and Jerry... It doesn't add up. So, so, so we're all in our late 20s, and uh, Jerry is in his early 20s. 21. Um, 21 years 21. Old. So it's an interesting gap, actually. I think because us, we would have we would have existed in a situation where like texting and stuff wasn't really part of the dating thing. I was talking to a friend la- a couple nights ago, uh, who's a woman who's younger. She's twenty two, I think. And I was explaining. I was like, you know, it used to be, uh, it used to be like a terrible move. To text. ask a girl out on a text or on an MSN message, like if you did oh, that, yeah. you were a loser, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, like oh, that was like yeah. Your buddy asks out a girl on MSN, you're like dude. The only thing I'm worse than that no. was to break up with a girl in uh, by message. Right, that right. Was the only thing that was worse than. But that. now, like it's just it's how you meet, it's how you communicate, completely all the way around, like. Yeah. Even the idea of breaking up with somebody over text message still has like a, I'm sure, really Whoa. terrible stigma. But like, if it's how Tinder you've is met, message. Tinder is only message. Yeah, you know, you can't call someone by Tinder. No, and or send pictures you, of anything. Yeah, well, it's true. It's just talk. Yeah, you can, you can send, send pictures. <laughs> it's a good thing. Uh, man. Yeah, I noticed that the other day. I was like, oh, I man, can the women actually. I talk to just that have like public <laughs> Instagram uh, accounts. Yeah, man, it appalls me like how often they get. Just random dick, dick pics, pics. Hmm. man. I don't from know. random people. Oh, yeah. Guys are she's like once a day. Guys are stupid, man. People like what? Why? Why would you think that? It's a, well, I, it's I a, a primitive thing, man. It's a it's a human biological primitive. Yeah, instinct. stupid human. Oh, very stupid. That. Yeah, hey, everybody. But a lot of people <laughs> my dick. So, so you think that that's how? Like maybe in the caveman times when people were getting. Uh, Getting busy and just had loincloths. It was like <laughs> dating. We was like, hey, 
I think <laughs> just pull it to the side and I honestly think really? that psychologically that's they were a doing con- the helicopter. Well, that's just a connection. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to take this? To impress a chick? Helicopter dig. Helicopter dig. Helicopter dig. I think I it's, I it's such a common I thing. To do, it's such a common thing to, to find models or, or people on, on Instagram and social media that get so many dick pics all the time. Mm-hmm. And I truly think that it's because it's just a sci- psychological connection that you think that if the female sees your, your reproductive organ then they will instantly turn on like that. Well, I've asked a few women about this oh, um, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, just like, so one of them I asked, have you ever been tempted by a random dick pic? Like, have you ever got one and been like, oh, yeah, what's up? <laughs> and she was like, uh, she was like, I've definitely been tempted. Have you ever, and I was like, have you ever like, has that ever led to you having sex with that person? Uh, and she said like well i've been tempted and i was like that's not yes or no and she said well then no and i'm like good because if that hap- if that works even once mm. if even one guy sends his like on an initial conversation that's the first thing he does is send a woman a picture of his cock and uh, that somehow leads to him having sex with that person then you perpetuate the behavior the behavior I'd because that guy now tells his friend, "Oh, dude, yeah, I sent this chick a picture yeah. of my dick. Yeah, you know it totally you worked. <laughs> Did you know that that works?" And then his friend goes, "Like, what the fuck? I can just send a picture of my dick and it works? Like, and you have so much access to people that if you can, if you send it to, if you have the ability to send it to a hundred different people, and you have no shame in yourself, <laughs> and and out of those one hundred people, one of them is like, "Hey, what's up?" Then yeah, th- you're just I gonna think get it's spammed. Usually, how men. Um, mind because we are very visual, right? That's why a lot of porns are directed to men and not women. But if you have like a, a fifty uh, shades of uh, gray, gray mm-hmm. it's uh, it's written and it's uh, mainly focused on women mm. because uh, it's a different part of the the brain that we access to um, to to be interested in, in mm. each other. So mm. the man, like uh, I mean. A lot of the men would actually be thrilled if the woman just sent like yeah. a picture of their boobs on the first date. Yeah, like yeah, like a lo- the ma- our mind is uh, it's it is a little bit stupid, you know. Like, uh, so simpler. would you? Yeah, would you have sex with a girl because she uh, sent a picture of her boobs? Of course. <laughs> like you know, like well, a lot a, a lot of guys that I know, like yeah, man. Sure. That's interesting because I have had I have had success by getting a conversation not purposely necessarily but getting it to a point of like dirty talk and stuff like that and when you start you know maybe like painting pictures of like sexual situations and stuff that ends up getting i mean in my experience women much more interested sexually than like oh here's my dick yeah 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 the text right (laughs) yeah yeah it's in text yeah yeah, yeah, so they read you know yeah like you're saying with with 50 shades of gray that's an interesting Interesting way to put it, but but I th- I think too what, what somebody said earlier about like this is like a primal instinct, but it's also like you know dick pics and stuff and nude photos back and forth is almost is like an experimentation because this mm. is like a new medium of dating and yeah. flirting where we don't know what else to do. Like you yeah. get to a point where it's just like you get so many people on the go, so many I don't know conversations that lead to nowhere that maybe mm. some people just don't know what else to do, so they send their their dick pic out it's there true. and, and hope true. that it's going to stimulate some sort of attraction or whatnot interesting do you think that like because i don't know i like i i know most of you guys you're like 
I know that you probably wouldn't send that and think like, yeah, man, she's going to be very interested. That's because the, it, it is a big drift difference between like a uh, primitive uh, way of thinking that your uh, genitals would uh, make them interested and actually doing so, you know, like mm -hmm. it's a, it's a big, it's a, it's a big limp, limp, leap, leap. leap yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a big leap between uh, between like these two cognitive things, you know? behavior and just. I mean, instincts. how many how many people do you actually know that would do that? I don't. I my friends. Not that you know, I, man, I but it happens I, all the time. No, but I like most of my friends. I can totally say that they probably wouldn't like send a dick pic in the right. like for for getting a date. And thank God I have friends like that. But like, well, not at first. Right, like that's that but, but that's, that's the one thing. I don't get. The one that it's just like that's the first thing you send. Uh, yeah. But you know, you definitely like. I'm sure you know people that have, you know, sent it at probably an inappropriate time. Well, well, people. Oh, you never know when it's appropriate. Like, <laughs> you probably. It's only in my she likes my rule of thumb. <laughs> my rule <laughs> of thumb is I'm not sending nudes unless I get nudes first. Oh, that seems like a pretty good way to uh, birthday to ask you know it's good to know even then i'm like hmm. birthday Bur birthday i don't know what you said if they ask. what do you think oh, kyler well I, it's like I, I think like when it comes to people who send a dick pic right off the first i think there is a long history of of like the normal way of trying to com converse with people before that hmm. and it gets to this point of i'm just gonna send my dick out to see who see who's interested so there are people that are just like frustrated with the normal yeah. way or can't get can't function the normal way if you way, think really? about it it's it's a more efficient way like well, from from yeah, yeah. that's my point you is can kind of so many more people yeah. in, in so, something like tinder where you have like let's say 20 or 30 matches and you just have a list of people that you can talk to for something like that right yeah. so how do you make that conversation the most effective you just send out a bunch of cheap ways to, to connect with the person because it's a, a long list so you still have the same chance but that's it's somehow. probably also of what you want to do with that. If you want the person to have a, actually a connection, or if you just want to, find you wouldn't even go on Tinder. That's no, not true. No, that's not true, man. I have my my friend lives with a woman that he met on Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's Tinder has shifted. When when Tinder that. first started, it was that it was like, well, it was perceived as a, a purely a way to hook up. If you want to hook up, you go on Tinder. And that's how you meet. I'd say well, most people that meet thing. up. Sorry, man. Uh, most people that meet up there uh, end up only doing it once. You know, I think that's the that's most people. Yeah, I would say that. But I would say that about life in general. Most people that meet up end up only with each other once and then move on. I like it, so, it's, yeah. it's 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 less common to uh. to be dating somebody than it is to have sex with random people. I guess. That's that's the thing that that ties kind of this in is that, you know, when you when you kind of backtrack the history of online dating, it started with actual kind of profile mm -hmm. chat, meet, date. Yeah. You know, now we're kind of in the mentality, a hookup mentality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they credit Grindr to, to being the kind of uh, uh, startup for that is mm -hmm. that this hookup mentality of who's nearby, who wants to do it and who wants to, you know, just one night one stand next person and i think we've we've kind of adapted that culture especially us because we're we're like new to this mm -hmm. and uh I this hookup mentality is, is is why people are just so inclined to just get to the the meat of things Grindr, no pun intended <laughs> what do you think do you think some well something like grinder is is a little bit well i don't know about different but like like 
uh, the male libido is a totally different animal than the female's libido, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, I don't know. Like, the people that I've chatted with that are of the gay community tend to say, yeah, Grinder is, is definitely more of, like, people just, like, show up at my house. And, like, I don't even know them. And then we have sex. And then that's, that's like, it. And then they just leave. Right? And that's, that's kind of just, like, the way the, like... At the, least the male community yeah. works anyways. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But that's how Tinder started was Tinder was like the solution for straight people to for, for hookup for this hookup mentality. Yeah. Right. Like gay people are getting laid all the time with this app. <laughs> the, the Tinder developers kind of took the same yeah. mentality to it and used it for this. Did Grindr, gr- Grindr? But, Grindr? But something Grindr. that we I as men... Grindr. Grindr. <laughs> did it came before Tinder? <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. oh wow. That. But something that me, we as men don't really get in that in the straight side of things in the tinder forum is that women don't respond to the same types of things well, as exactly. we do yeah. right no. and so may like i don't know maybe on grinder just sending a picture of your junk works maybe yeah yeah i, I don't know i, you know? <laughs> I was talking to uh to a, a gay guy that actually uh, he's not gay his roommate is gay okay so he says that <laughs> three or four times a week the roommate says, hey, man, can you arrive home later? Because <laughs> I have a date on Grindr. And it's like usually different three or four different guys um, a week, hmm. which I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I just think that we got to a point that everything is so fast-paced, like even dating mm-hmm. has to be like, okay, you come here, uh, we fuck, and then you go to your house because I have to sleep because I have to wake up very early in the morning. Yeah. And then, you know, like w- we we put pressure on everything and like even sex now it's um i i I think i you know a lot of males uh would if they could just like jump to the part that they come uh they would do it well yeah and and that's something that i think we got to credit the the current state of like of like online porn and stuff like you, you watch porn to to get off and then you're kind of you you don't have to deal with any of the in-between stuff yeah and like we're in a weird cultural shift i think in, in terms of you know you you've got like look at japan for example where like relationships aren't, aren't a thing really anymore no and, and there's like a decline in reproductive uh I, you know i can't cite facts and stuff because my brain doesn't work so good <laughs> <laughs> but you can go in and you can read these articles about how there's there's a shift in the mindset of, of the youth in japan where it's kind of like you know why, why do i have to do this relationship stuff i can go right to all I, these devices all these toys all these virtual things and virtual true. reality porn is a whole new thing that's gonna yeah, that's true that's gonna start a whole new revolution right it's just, it's just and i think that kind of credits the part mm-hmm. of this hookup mentality is people just just want to hook up and not deal with the deal with the relationship status this is and it's arguable whether or not that's a good or bad thing right like yeah. we're overpopulated yeah. as it is so it definitely is peop- population control. yeah so if people are able to because i mean the fact of the matter is a lot of like baby boomer and stuff like that mm-hmm. is the result of, uh, you know, religious fundamentalism, fundamentalism towards things like birth control and stuff like that and, and sex in general, as yep. far as like waiting yep. until marriage and these types of things. And, and, uh, you know, yeah, we've under, undergone a cultural shift of, well, you know, half of those people are divorced now and, and, you know, our generation doesn't really look at marriage. I don't think even close to the same way. Um, another, another good factor in that as well too, is that, 
Um, like uh, when, when you had kids back in the day, you had kids to, to make a workforce. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's true. It's, it's child work labor the farm, in, in yeah. a way. Work the farm. Like there was a purpose to having big families. And yeah. Stuff, mm. But we've kind of weaned off of that. Like, yeah. And now there's a purpose to not having families. Like, exactly. You know, if you're a young couple or whatever, get married, you know, mid 20s or even like in your 30s or something. It's like, why? Why do I want to strap myself to a kid or whatever? Yeah. Uh, you know, even if you're not married. You know, you can be with people for, for however long and you just don't want to strap yourself to a kid and be with these people. And people are getting more into the idea of a relationship or a marriage as like uh, the the bond between these two people. Yeah. And if they want to share kids and have stuff like that, then that's up to them. But uh, the mentality towards that has totally changed with uh, with our generation to the point of like, well, I mean, well, yeah, but we still want to have sex. Right. So... And, and it kind of leads to this gap in between meaningful relationships and hookups. Yeah. Because, and just to cycle back what you're saying about um, uh, relationships these days is like in families, it's like financially, how, how do you afford to have a family? Mm. Especially our generation in Vancouver. Yeah. You've got 40 grand worth of student debts to pay off. You, you can't barely afford a, a place to, to live here. Yeah. Well, like by yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. And with a roommate you, even or something exactly. like that. Yeah. And how do you plan like even minimum wage workers? Like how, how would you plan to, to bring a kid into this? Ugh. Like how do you afford that? Yeah. I mean, granted when you're in a relationship, you have the, the two sides of income. Right. Like supporting you. But at the same time, like that's a huge expense. Yeah. So it's almost kind of out of reach for people to have um, kids. kids like they did back then. You know, like yeah. like contemporary families are going to be are in a total shift right now. Yeah. And I think that's also part of the reason why there's less and less kind of reproduction going mm. on in, in our culture anyway, because yeah. we, we've shifted off of these means of why we procreate in terms of like we're fading from religious region reasons and and also uh fading from this kind of like task force reasons yeah you know, like we don't have farms anymore yeah most of us are kind of diverting away from christianity Catholic, yeah catholicism whatever you know and we're not really fighting extinction or something like that well no yeah, yeah. well not yet not, not yet, yet. <laughs> we are fighting extinction i think personally <laughs> we're just like not blissfully ignoring it as oh, like yeah. the world burns and yeah. tries to shake us off of it yeah 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 i think the only difference that, for like for instance, for the dino- dinosaurs, it was a comet. <laughs> but for our, it's it's gonna be we we are our own comets, you know. Yeah. Like we're gonna extinct ourselves. What do you, what do you think it about was, something like this? Sorry, go on. I, no, I just wanted to 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 make um, I I I like the trend of thought that you're um, you're talking about Japan and all the technology mm-hmm. um, relating to sex. Well, it's not uh, even Japan. It, like yeah. this 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 yeah, decline is, is in is in Europe too. Like um, a friend of mine told me about this new technology that uh, like you put like the virtual reality glasses mm-hmm. and they have a device that simulates a uh, vagina or yeah. a mouth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you don't actually distinguish uh, distinguish between um, what is real and what is not. And when they make the tests, like uh, inside of the brain, and and like nowadays they can see the areas that lights up whenever yeah, you like see those the, things. Yeah, like the stimulated the parts. The same areas. So like the brain, even though like your conscious on the back might know it, but your brain in general does not know the difference between real sex yeah and that stimulation virtual reality now br- that brings up a, a big problem to us because like um it's tough to have a relationship but you learn so fucking much man 
like you suffer and you you, you know you, you you go through things but if you don't have a relationship or if you're never in a relationship or you if you're ever in in in, in hookups you 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 really don't take as much as you um You really don't learn as much as you would do if you had a, a relationship, you know? Yeah, dude, well, but I think that growth. all of that change in, in the needs that humans are going to have based on what is demanded of them through these virtual worlds is going to completely change the way we interact with people. Well, I, I agree to, to some point with that. It's, it's kind of like you, you, where everybody's fighting this, this loneliness, right? I think people who hook up all the time are internally very lonely. Yeah, you know, you know, they they either don't know how to commit or they're just they don't know how to situate themselves to a point where they're satisfied. And looking for it in online and on on videos and on virtual yeah. things and and even on texting something so superficial like that because it's easy. Yeah, and and we're, we're we're always craving some sort of stimulation, and I think like and that's also kind of the what I'm thinking of as as the problem with with these you know dating apps. So there's hundreds of da dating apps these days. Mm -hmm. Swipe left, swipe right yada 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 choose who you want to talk to and it's a very like you said superficial way of yeah. doing things um i don't know where I was yeah going no it's this, totally inorganic like um we were talking about it off air like some of us are from or were we off air i don't know but some of us are from uh <laughs> <laughs> were we off air maybe uh yeah we're from a different generation where you know yeah if you called on the phone it was that was on air wasn't it I'll have to cut the, that the out. The MSN, yeah. yeah, like yeah. We had to actually, like, I, I remember being in grade nine. It's like, I was talking to a friend. It's like, oh, should I should I ask this girl out to go on a date through MSN? And, yeah. you know, we were talking about this earlier. And it's like, you get criticized for it. It's like, you said, no, there's only fucking losers do yeah. that. So I asked her in person. Yeah. And, of course, I got shut down immediately. Yeah. And you deal But with that rejection in the I moment. Think, I think that dealing even with that face-to-face -face rejection, It's like, part you, of you need to have that. Yeah. Man, because yeah. In, inevitably, it will happen. Yeah. You know? Even in, the, even in the case, well, even in the case of a Tinder, if it doesn't, man, I'll tell you some stories of people that lose their minds when it does happen. Like, what if it doesn't ever and we enter that sort of world? I think forever? the only time, well, no, you're, because nobody is 100% uh, success rate on Tinder dates. Even the, even the most attractive woman in the world. Virtual, is, entirely virtual. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to, like, one second with, uh, with regards mm -hmm. to that back to kind of it being more organic as far as just meeting people mm -hmm. like with the way the t with the way something like tinder works you know you're purely basing it on okay this person is attractive to me which i mean in real life you base that yeah. on too obviously looks first bio yeah. second yeah. that's what you always look at but like even the bio is like my bio says i'm a time traveling robot from the past <laughs> like it's it's, it's nothing but it's yeah. a joke to yeah. get people you know yeah. to you know and then you have a conversation about it but Um, when you meet somebody through something like that, you don't really know if you have common interests. And so you sit down and the first date is not a, oh, hey, we hit it off at this party. So let's continue that conversation. Right. It's automatically. So you're looking for something between each other to connect to rather than already having had that connection and it being the reason you're out on this date in the first place. Well, and, and to add to that is, is like you build these expectations of people. Like you build this different version of this person yeah, that's through, true. through your screen. So when you meet them in person, it doesn't line up with what you saw on their profile. Yeah, not necessarily. I, I could post all sorts of kind of out, outdoorsy photos of myself. I'm not really an outdoorsy guy. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't go on adventure hikes all the time. But like if I posted all those photos and I said like, oh, I like going on adventures, but really, you know, I, 
yeah. just like chilling and watching yeah. Netflix all day. Yeah. <laughs> going well, I mean, it's planet Earth but, though, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like nature, but then, but then you, you, somebody who sees that and is just like, oh, he's got the same interests as me, but it doesn't line up yeah. that way, you know. And going to kind of the virtual thing, I don't know, like Jay Wow, we were just talking not that uh, like a few episodes ago about how how porn is not sex. You know, like yeah. I would I would venture to say that it obviously it fires the same things in our brain, but like the ability to physically touch somebody and like feel their sweat and feel like the way that they are actually reacting to you. Like Just Alexis and I talked about energy and st- energy levels and stuff last week and how like we're all made of energy and so we're all giving off these different levels of radiation and stuff. And those change depending on what your body is doing. And depending, and if you're that close to somebody, you're feeling them. You're feeling their heat. You're feeling their heartbeat. You're mm-hmm. like, all of that stuff plays into how you right. react to the sex too. And so if, if it's just a fucking thing on your dick that's, that's simulating a vagina or mouth or, or vice versa, a dildo or whatever it is, your, your game, like it's not, it's not ever going to give you the same intimacy. What? But, and that's but, how you, and that's, that's, that's how you, how you build connections between yeah. people. Totally so like you're talking about, you're talking about masturbation versus sex really, which is what we talked about with. And sometimes sex is that for people. Sometimes yeah. people have no respect for their partners, you know, or feelings no or, connection. or no connection. Respect. Yeah, respect is really ma- well, it's, no, it's, no respect for their, their pleasure. I guess would be okay. or no That's regard yeah. for their pleasure. It's like we're gonna have sex and I'm gonna have sex and you know I'm gonna do my thing and if you don't then I don't care or whatever. Some no, people but, but take that approach to, to sex. To a, a relationship or uh, an encounter like that that would only be focused on the pleasure part of it, which was what you can compare it to with something virtual or something like like porn and masturbation. You know. Yeah. Well, it so. c- comes down to to stimulation versus intimacy. Exactly. And I, and to cycle back to what uh, Jay Wow said earlier, it's it's like how how do you grow as a person if you're not intimate with another human mm-hmm. being like like we we strive to to either be a, a part of something like it, it's in our our dna like this is what we do we either go to be part of a group uh, right. whether that's your you're a fan of a sports team you're that stimulates like back to being in a tribe right you're part of a tribe because you're with people but totally but, and then we we strive to be with somebody in terms of survival in this in this relationship of intimacy yeah that you know we don't feel lonely anymore yeah and those those times that i've had like intimate relationships with people which yeah. you know are a few like only like three people um you know like like very intimate love relationships and stuff those people they imprint something on your personality like yeah. i have things that i've carried over from all serious girlfriends that have just become part of me now and without you know a real sort of connection with somebody you never really you never really reach that point. Well, I mean, like, I don't want to say that because we have friends and stuff that have met people through these devices and have fallen in love but, and love but, each other and whatever. Uh, but Yes, but I think... So just, like, maybe to, to separate a little bit. So what you said before about, yes, energy and connection and everything mm-hmm. is something that, yes, it, it exists through sex and everything, but I think it's going to be more rare and rare and rare and that's it, it's hmm. already it's already happening this is going to be yeah. something that's faded out it's it, it, it's it, being it filtered could, out huh. exactly. you know, like, that's like that's a depressing thought that's a really depressing thought this really is already happening thought. man yeah because that's that's so the content it's almost it's almost 
as if we only uh, see the image, but we don't see the content. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the image, it's like a porn. Mm-hmm. You know, the image is like what Yeah, the guy finishes, and what if what if something? The content is different. Man. What if something like porn changes completely? Like it is changing. What as if well. it evolves into something that is targeted to not not only stimulate that immediate release? The, if you see there, there's art porn, which is really beautiful. Actually, they they, they make films, but then the target, it's the women. Mm-hmm. A the, lot, a lot of times. The target is to evolve. Of course, it's it's like like they even put put it in a category as like porn for women. But I think the target is really to to change the need for people to to watch porn and, and the experience of it too. You know, it's like it's the same thing with something like video games, where the worlds are evolving so fast into into, I don't know, like something that's going to be completely indistinguishable from from what we we see now. You know, and I think yes and no. Like I mean, I think there's a difference between simulating like a bullet hitting you in the chest because you're playing a video game with like a vest on or something, and it gives you the impact or mm-hmm. whatever. Does that exist? Yeah, exist? Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't, it definitely will in the <laughs> short future. Virtual reality. Yeah. If it doesn't, yeah. you should. Dude. Um, uh, like that's what that's what Ready Player One is all about. It's about entering a, a yeah. game where you can like feel, like As they that, like the there. machine that they have even like sprays like mist and stuff that gives them the scent of whatever they're walking around and things like that. Um, so like, but I think, I mean, the the ultimate question of stuff like that is: is it real like where does that line real what, what does real mean to you right where does that line change i mean for me i would say you know as as real as that can possibly be like i can't imagine no but what is real to you how would you categorize i was going to say i can't imagine not like having a simulated actual touch feeling you know, like the the actual like if I touch this virtual person in this world, it feels like skin felt. But the thing is, is if you don't really, if you've never experienced that, I guess, if you've never actually been intimate with another person and felt their sweat and all that type of stuff, you wouldn't know what that actually felt like. It's kind of like the Matrix question mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. of well, do the machines know what our food tastes like? Maybe it tastes like, you know, maybe what we think tastes like uh, tasty wheat is actually like chicken or tuna fish, mm-hmm. you know, like it, at that point, if you've grown up, you know, let's say in like 20, 30 years from now and you have kids that have grown up with this type of thing, they won't know what the, the real thing is. It's like if you only were able to uh, experience something that tastes like apple, but it's not an apple, but that's the only thing that you taste. Yeah, you'll never you know if it's actually eats. what the apple tastes like. Yeah, that's what Plato's cave is all about. But just think of something like dreams dreams you, you're not physically touching anyone at least not in the reality that we experience most of the time or what we believe as being awake but when you're dreaming you have the same exact physical reactions even you know mm. when you're afraid you sweat when you're asleep yeah. when or cry you know you wake up crying or something or i mean like wet dreams with it, which is what people talk about you yeah know? but i would still argue that um I mean, whether you're asleep or not, if somebody's touching you, your brain is registering that. And so... But it's the same thing if you imagine something. Your brain is also registering it as something... I don't know enough to say whether or not what I'm about to say is true, but I would argue that it's different. One is stimulation. That one is physical stimulation Mm -hmm. and one is uh, 
simulated stimulation that your brain remembers from when you've been touched before, but is not that touch. Mm. It's it's I've I've been touched before, it's, and so I know what touch feels like. But this individual touch from that specific person changes. Changes. It's more. Direct. It's different. It's it's, more it's always yeah. going to be different. Even that specific person, every time they touch you, depending on how they're feeling, will be different because. How they're feeling, again, the heat and all that type of stuff that they're giving off will be a different feeling than it was the previous time. But this well, is all it's possible to to recreate by computers. I don't know you, if that's true. Man. Yes, yes, yes. The only no. thing that we can't, it's something that we cannot put in words. And then like that that's what sex is. It's so interesting because it's not only, some, you know, a lot of times it's not only about bodies. But it's also about a connection. So that type of connection, in my opinion, is the is the thing that you cannot uh, um, replace. Yeah. You know, you cannot replicate. We got to look at look at the body chemistry behind this too. Like like e- even a simple That's hug for, hmm. for four seconds. You, you know, your body goes into uh, your blood pressure lowers. Totally, it goes into like a relaxation mode. You're, you you they say like you know pe- people who aren't. Or at least get get like a hug every day, or or something like that. Tend yeah. to live longer too, because your body isn't in this this constant, I guess, stress, flight or fight, flight or fight mode. You know, it's it's kind of like, um, I don't know, uh, a drug almost. Yeah. Like your body releases endorphins when mm-hmm. you have that physical human connection. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll ever be able to recreate that with any machine or any kind of unless you're being plugged into a machine. Like, well, that's the argument though. The argument is like. Like that's not f- like that's not science fiction anymore. Well, no. that is going to happen. Yeah. Like in our lifetime, people will be able to enter a video game in their in their mind. In my opinion, like I think that's coming in my lifetime for sure. But but I I think you, your brain will have to be somehow tricked or or triggered in a certain way in order for it to it's all to lose this conscious part of you that knows your this isn't real. It's, right, but if know? the brain is what is interpreting everything, yeah. Uh. Yeah, again, like, it's like the idea of, of like, um, craft cheese singles versus cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Craft cheese singles do not taste like cheddar cheese. Yeah. But we associate them with cheese. We call it cheese, so it's cheese on, like, a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you should make grilled cheese sandwiches, by the way. Only. But it's not cheese, right? And yeah. so, I mean, like... No matter how hard they've tried, and yeah. they like they have tried, yeah. it does not taste like real cheese. And so, as much as we call it cheese, and as much as future generations might only have that as cheese, it will not be what cheese was. Yeah, but that's you know this is actually when you look at it. But people a lot of times, like in their daily basis, they just eat. They don't ask if it is or not. Right. And I like some people, of course, the sound spikes so hard when I fucking (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Debate (laughs) over. (laughs) Well, I'm right. So I'm not going to say anything. But I think this time, like, of course, and then and then you have like the other type of people that like eat organics and like non-gluten-free stuff well, you know I'm like it, it's it's another well i'm using the cheese as an allegory for for, sex. for for real or not real yeah 
right? Like real food rather than like uh, even if even if they manage to like okay, well, this is what brains do when, or this is what this person's brain does, or these like ten people that we studied in order to program this fucking computer. This is what their brain does when they have sex, yeah. and so that's what we're gonna program into this computer, and so. It's basically like an average algorithm of what these people feel that they're going to plant into your brain. And that's what sex is for everybody. Okay. And so, or, you know, maybe there's a few different variations of it or whatever. Uh, But for the most part, just like the commentary in your, in your NHL video game doesn't actually really keep up with what you're doing. It's all pre-recorded stuff. That sexual feeling is a pre-recorded thing. Mm-hmm. So, again, like as much as ev- like future generations might consider that sex yeah. because that's how they have sex now. Because they wouldn't know any different. Because they wouldn't know any yeah, different. Exactly. That's nature. It's not sex. It's true. And we might be like, <laughs> we might end up being old grumpy hipsters like six years old and be like, sex was way better when I was a kid. <laughs> and we might be the first generations to yeah. actually fucking write about it. <laughs> I like fucking right. Fucking right is a very good, a very good way of putting. Oh, very good way of putting. Nice. That was a nice metaphor as well. Uh, but yeah. you know, there's a film uh, back in the days. Um, um, it's not the Terminator. It's also about the future. The Sixth Day. I don't know, but <laughs> okay. there's a scene got where yeah, I think it's with uh, the hologram uh, chick. It's not the hologram chick. It's oh. like they went. And uh, th- th- this girl invite the guy. It's future, it's like 2050. When they thought that 2050, in the 80s, 2050 right. was going to be like yeah. that. And uh, like uh, now, I'm pretty sure we only have like probably Twitter. We have 300 characters, or <laughs> that would be the big change. Uh, <laughs> I still understand how that works. I can't do it. I'm not a Twitter person updated. either. Yeah, but yeah. So I should be so like, um, like in this film, I remember the woman comes to the guy and she's like. And the guy's frozen for uh, 30 years. So she comes to, to the guy and she was like, do you want to have sex? And the guy's like really surprised and says, yeah. And like he starts tripping and she's like, what you're doing? What the, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm getting ready to sex. No, 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 no. So each one of them go to a different uh, bad, put like a... Oh, it's dr- it's Judge Dredd. Yeah. It's yeah. like the terrible Stallone <laughs> Judge Dredd yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the idea is really interesting. Though. Yeah. The idea is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They put like... Basically, what we have is virtual reality goggles now. They put them on and have quote unquote sex with each other. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like flashes of... Like even, even like porn nowadays, like... I know a lot of people that watch and whenever I watch is like it's not the whole film. Just no, like, it's, it's just like the, the part ten minute segments. <laughs> yeah. no, it's the segments. Like, here's a two minute clip of the setup. Yeah, two yeah, minute clip yeah. of the blowjob. Two yeah. minute clip of yeah, the eating out. Right, yeah, it's 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 scary. Well, they must have. You know, I I guarantee that that happened because they are tracking what everybody's doing on those sites, yeah. and they they rea- they realize that people are just like skipping. Yeah, skipping every like five or six minutes yeah. in these. 30, 30 part, minute part of long that attention span problem we you're talking about. Well, it's like, there, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, they're neighbors. Okay, yeah, next. Yeah, okay, cool. She's, yeah. yeah. You, only, you only need to understand Skipping so much story. of the plot <laughs> yeah. before you're, interest, you're more yeah. interested in the fight than the actual <laughs> yeah. context of it, you know? Yeah. But even even when it's not the plot, when, when even like when they're fucking, it's like, okay, skip, 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 skip. 
You know, like yeah. skip, 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 skip. Okay, blowjob. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> you know? Well, you're trying to figure out what stimulates you. Like you, you go into these moments of yeah. max stimulation for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not investing the time. Yeah. Like there's no but, intimacy with porn, right? Okay, that's, I want to that cycles back, I guess, yeah. a little bit. But I, we we should cycle back, maybe. We should, yeah. I want to cycle back <laughs> a little bit to um, the problems of online dating. Yeah, and 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 just coming at it from a perspective of. Um, Somebody that grew up without that type of thing, right? You know, for the first little bit of our dating. And now I'm really seeing this shift. And I've had a couple instances where I'm like, I have no idea how to interact with women anymore. Yeah. You know, or like, yeah, for me personally, anyways, like how, how to interact with women anymore. Like it's especially with sexual harassment stuff coming out like that really like makes me guarded and aware of how I'm behaving around women, which it should. Uh, but it also, you know, makes me kind of paranoid of how I behave around women. You know, mm-hmm. am I, am I being creepy or whatnot or like whatever or like? I think you should just a lot. you <laughs> should just be like when it comes to something like that is is we need to be aware that we're not only talking to a single person. You know, everything that we do now is sort of a shared consciousness of what happens to us. So whatever. Like that—that's why the the whole uh, Me Too hashtag happened because now everyone sort of knows what everyone is thinking all the time, so you can't really hope that it's like a a direct influence. No, it's just like it. Yeah, I mean, I think we're really in a in a in a culture shift right now, trying to navigate not only. Um, you know how men and women are are relating to each other as far oh, as man, like everyone. as far as like you know s- sexual misconduct and stuff is concerned, but also how we're relating ch- to each other, you know, dating wise with these apps and stuff like that, uh, and just how we commun—not even dating, but how we, we communicate in general—has um, really changed how I like personally start to approach these things. Like, so okay, a story is I've been. We've all been ghosted on Tinder, I'm sure. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, you, one of the problems it happens, the right? Yeah. Well, it's one of the problems is like, well, I have these 30 other people that have said I was hot. So, yeah, for some reason, I'm going to talk to them instead of this person that actually was interested in me. Uh, but yeah, so uh, get ghosted on this thing. Uh, she comes back a little while later. We end up going out and we have a really nice night. And we end up like making out and having a fun time. But we don't end up going all the way, which is fine. It's late. It's the middle of the week or whatever. And then later on, she's texting me like naked pictures of herself and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well, this is this is on. And so the next day, I give her a note and nothing. And the next day, I send her another note and nothing. And so I think three days in a row, I sent her just like a single text message to say what's up and, and got no response. And then my brain started really like kind of going into like weird overdrive of, well, she's my age. So maybe she is like want something a little bit more assertive she seemed like she liked assertive guys and stuff like that so maybe i should just like call her uh and i ran that by a couple of my my girlfriends and they're like nah that <laughs> like that's a terrible 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 idea and then i thought it was like yeah you know what if if i went out with somebody and for whatever reason was disinterested in them and they messaged me i mean it wasn't a creepy amount just a few times but then called me i would be like oh fuck no fuck no but in 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 times past again like that's how you interacted with people and so like especially when i'm trying to to court women who are my own age you're not really sure which part of 
this generation they have their foot in and which part they do they want to be approached by me or are they going to be creeped out by being approached by me because they're 25 and under versus 25 well, plus or something like that wait i ha i have a question uh, yeah. about your story okay so you you guys made out and then the next day she sent a picture of her naked no that was like the the night of no way sorry So like we went out, yeah, and we were making out in her car or yeah. in my car and stuff, yeah, and like didn't go any further than that because she was tired or whatever, okay. and so but when I got home, yeah, she started messaging me pictures of her naked. Okay, so maybe that's one of the only times that it's right to send a dick pic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got into that. It got into that. Like I said, okay. I'll reciprocate okay. if it comes my way first. Okay, Did she immediately okay. just lose interest after you sent the pic? No, she was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I've got a similar no, she story. Asked me to she asked me to send two, actually. She's like, yeah. Anyway. Okay. A yeah. high angle, But low like angle. Yeah. Close up <laughs> two line. different or, or two of your own? Two of my own. <laughs> okay. Is your just roommate? Can you send me a picture of your roommate's I just want to compare. <laughs> yeah, it was a very strange situation. It is strange, man. I don't think that... Uh, I think then that's a little bit of paranoia that we, we, we... Like, I share with you sometimes, like, the feeling of, like, oh, sh did I do something wrong or am I going to fuck this up or blah, 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 blah. But this is not happening right now. I remember when I was like... Especially when we were like teenagers, we really didn't know what to do. Man, should I send a message? Man, should I do this? Man, should I, you know? Like, I think I find I find it myself worsely, like worsely. Uh, I think it's worse that I'm more affected and I don't care about being rejected anymore. Right? The, like, because it happens so idea. so much. Like, it happened a lot yeah. before, just to men, like you know, face to face when we were have yeah. to do that. But yeah. now the fact that it happens, like, well, it happens through a device, through a device, and constantly. You don't we get so used to being doing the same thing. I'm not saying it goes it doesn't go both ways. Um but then like I've been on I've been on like actual dates, you know, with people that I've met, you know, face to face and stuff like that. And, you know, it doesn't go well or whatever and you you're talking and it's like, oh, I don't think there's gonna be another date. I'm just kinda like, Okay, cool, thanks. And cool, thanks. like that's a nice like that's probably the best way you can take it, but at the same time I was thinking about it, I'm like, I am so apathetic towards that. Like, I don't care if there was something I did that made her not want to like me or like whatever, like I really, and maybe that's just me being like, well, she doesn't like me. And so like, I'll find somebody who does or whatever. But, uh, I think part of it is just, is just an apathy towards the whole scenario of dating built on, built on this kind of, I don't even think that I think that it's always there, but it's like, it's just this immediacy that, that builds a apathy towards towards commitment either way yeah just like mm -mm, like even the commitment of well i like this person and so i'm gonna actually go full out into showing them on this date it's kind of like eh, do i need to go full out because they're gonna probably just ghost me anyways and so well, i, I want to touch on that ghosting part too is just like that's that's part of this like problem that we have is like What you, what you guys were just talking about is like you and I've been through this too is like you you develop this anxiety right yeah. it's like okay this person hasn't messaged me back do I go again am I being too clingy and it's like those are almost like I don't know what, what you would say social stereotypes yeah. or not is like and it's like you know like a, a virgin for example the this you see in movies is like um, they're supposed to become real clingy and whatnot yeah. and attached and 
and then it's almost presented as this gross thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Wedding Crashers is a great example. Have you mm-hmm. ever saw that? When uh, What's-Her-Face hooks up with What's-Her-Face? Stage his five face? clinger. <laughs> the stage five clinger, right? Isla Fisher and, and Vince Vaughn. And it's like presented as this thing like you must avoid at all costs. So like, Well, in their scenario, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For what they were trying to get, yeah. <laughs> but it, it somehow ties in with this mentality of, of like this hookup mentality. Um. And of ghosting because nobody is like wants to be honest about it. Yeah. There's there's two things that happen. It's like one, uh, they just unmatch or remove themselves. Yeah. Or two, it's like they carry it on, they drag it out without ever moving it forward. Like right. I'm going through this. Just continue to talk to you, yeah. sort of, and like, like so are I'm, we gonna go out? Like, yeah, next week, next week, <laughs> next week, next week. I'm going through this situation with this person right now. Like we hung out one time and you know things went good, and then it's like you, I text him and it's like okay, I don't hear anything back. Like, okay, what did I do wrong? Did I do something? Should yeah. I, I go through the same process you did? It's like, okay, if I call, if I do too much, is this clingy? So I step back. And then this person proceeds to only communicate through Snapchatting. Hmm. And it's like, okay, well, like, why can't we just set something up outside of Snapchat? Like, yeah. why why are we using this this media platform that's it's there and go? Safe. Yeah, it's well, the like future, maybe man. It's, it's, the, safe. it's the future, but but it's like four weeks now where it's like I've, I've tried, you know, hey, what are you doing this weekend? You want to hang out or yeah. or whatnot? But it's just like you're this point, you get to this point where you've been strung along for so long mm. that you just you have to realize that you're this is a form of ghosting, you know? Yeah, it's like this person doesn't know how to say. I'm not interested. Yeah. And is too maybe and is too nice maybe to just unmatch. Like yeah. maybe there was a connection, but they've lost interest or you know what what I call the 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 shopper market the shopper the shopping effect of you're in the store and you see 16 different kinds of deodorant brands which one smells best. Yeah. You go for this one, but next week you're going for this one. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's it, and it's like that is the that is the mentality of these of these apps, right? It's Yeah. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Oh like, yeah, no, I definitely. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. You know, There's it's a lot tough of though. To what I what I find tough about it is like the panic that we're talking about sets in because we're used to an immediate response. Yeah. Like again, going back to when we were younger, I mean, we didn't really feel it because this this thing happened pretty early on. Like for me, anyways, like into my dating life, as far as like you know, twenty twenty three, I guess, like this Tinder thing really started to show up. Uh. But I know for like parents and stuff like that and for an older generation, it was it's totally common to wait a few days to hear from somebody. Yeah. yeah. And like Mm -hmm. the idea of phoning somebody and leaving a message and not hearing from them for yeah a day was not like panic mode. Yeah, It was was normal. It's a normal And it was like, yeah, you know, usually people get back to me in like a day or whatever. And if they don't in like a week, then it's obviously not a thing. And in that week you didn't sit there thinking like, is she calling me or are they calling me? It was like, I'm living my life and maybe they will call me like, and now it's because it's in our pocket all the time. You send your message and you know, if, especially if you are interested in, in getting a response from this person, you're constantly just like hitting the button on your phone. Even if you don't, even if you don't hear it, you know, my phone is on silent most of the time, which is a problem because I'm not going to hear it, which means I need to see it in order to every couple seconds. Yeah. Well, and our brains are so, are so trained to, to have instantaneous response to yeah. have immediate action. Definitely. You know, that, that notification needs to happen. Yeah. And it's not just like, personal dating stuff. It's, it's workplace. It, it, it's well, everything. It's, yeah. it's everything. It's texting. It's yeah. like, it doesn't make sense that I've just texted you, you responded, then you don't text back for a few hours. Like we kind of don't perceive yeah. that. Well, maybe it's because we know, 
we know what I know your phone's in your pocket, <laughs> yeah, like, right? <laughs> but but we're, we're so kind of uh, self-absorbed that we don't perceive like like for example like when I'm when I'm working on set, I'll, I'll read a text message and then, and then something away. gets called on yeah. the radio. I put my phone away. Four hours later, I'm like, oh yeah, I read yeah. this, and it's like we kind of don't clue into those. But moments. people like I've I've been with people that are kind of on both sides of the fence on something like that, where they're like they totally get it and they love it. The yeah. fact that I'm not like constantly on my phone and responding yeah. and stuff like that. And some people are like, I saw like you read my text and didn't respond back for like <laughs> a whole day. Like, what is that about? Yeah. And I'm like, look, like exactly like you said, like sometimes I check my phone and get onto something else and forgot. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. It's or it you're is, not on my brain literally all the time. Like it is to some people just in terms of how rewired like we we become yeah. with these devices. Yeah. It's it's very it brings a lot of anxiety. It yeah. does. Yeah, it's it does. it's it's crazy. Especially man. in relationships, I think. Um I've been in past relationships where it's really tough not answering back like right away, you know. Like person get really mad and like mm, it's well it's in relationships and, and in something like family too you know because like now kids and and younger people that are with their parents have a phone all the time with them yeah so they have that that receptor in that moment yeah. all the time mm-hmm. and when when they don't respond to their parents or something like that the, the panic and the the anxiety also exists in, yeah. in that right so it's a whole communications of, of society jerry when um, yeah. i would like to ask you about yep. Uh, just getting back to, to right. dating, you've been in Mexico for a while now. Yeah, you, a couple months. Yeah. How, how is dating different there than, than than here? How do you? I mean, the thing is, how do you perceive? Like, did I technology actually put everything in the same basket, or do we we have like still uh, different di- uh, significant differences between? I'd say that. All of everything, almost everything that happens on this side of the world is influenced by, like, from directly from the United States and Canada, of course. So even like the the social interactions like that get sort of transferred and and they they spread everywhere in the world. I'm sure you've seen that in in Brazil yeah. too, with pop culture and all that stuff. But yeah, something like like the way really well, just in general, and and you'll get this. Our Latino way of communication is just completely different from from what they do, mm-hmm. especially in something like relationships. It yeah. is totally different. Completely. Well, just just in the way that we talk, right? And the way that you talk with someone that's well, yeah. But I've also like I've I've been on a few like dates and stuff like that with women from from Mexico or from Brazil, right. and and the way they interact with you can be uh can be confusing. It's because it's very. Different. It's a cult- different culture, right? right. But it's even if they're wet. not like, it's very even if they're not attracted to you, uh-huh. it's very touchy feely. Okay, and, and ooh, it's and so when it, it's very kind of sensual, and okay, and like sexual. even in saying goodbye to it's you, it's physical. always like kisses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something that is obviously normal for them, but it's, it's normal. For it's us. different for us, right? And so like, if a date doesn't go particularly like well, and it's not really doing anything, but then she kisses me at the end of the night, it's kind of like. Like even on the lips, it's kind of like mm, you're kind of weird, hard to read, you know. Yeah, like on the chick is pretty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, but like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it flows halfway in between, and it's just kind of like what. It's because yeah. it's something that's completely cultural, you know. Yeah. It, we do that with our families, you know. Like every every man says, like when you say hi to a woman, you, you give her a kiss on the cheek, mm-hmm. and that's a European thing too. Yeah. So, it's it's just a, a different physical connection that we mm-hmm. have to people it's true well i, I like it 
But it, oh, it can be I confusing like sometimes. Yeah. Like well, yeah, be, because and I think it's it's like our like this is something. Um, I remember the first time I have two very good friends from Mexico City as well. And when I was a student, um, they they would always give hugs. Yeah, and, and it's almost oh, like I this, love giving hugs, right? But but like, it's weird how in North America we're trained to have like this bubble. Yeah, but it's in, true. Like, in in South America and even Europe, mm. like this this bubble doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's like a whole other topic. It's like why is it that we have this like we distance ourselves mm-hmm. so much in comparison to other cultures? Yeah, is because we confuse uh, intimacy and friendliness. I, yeah, there's I, a there's a whole other topic yeah. as far as like. How we can, how we treat like nudity versus violence and stuff yeah. like that. I think so. it's it's balanced in a different way though, because you guys have an ability to to do something like small talk way more than we can. <laughs> and that's because there's good. nothing to do in Canada no, but, but stand that's around good and small we, talk. About in our weather. countries yeah. have a tendency of just walking by people and never talking to them. Oh, we do at that least here in, in the city. As at well. least in mm. Mexico, because like we have a community of of not really. It's not a community of trust as it is yeah. here. And I mean, like we have a different perspective on it because we're from Canada, yeah. And this is one of the this yeah, and this is one of the biggest cities in Canada. Yeah. So like, it seems cold, but like even the fact that if you're like walking by somebody on the street and you make eye contact and smile at each other, like that does not happen in like the states, like anywhere. No. Like, well, maybe in like California and places like that, but especially in like big bustling cities, it is like. Like people are afraid to show. Not afraid, but they're just like well, this weird person. Like, why are you being nice to me? Like, I'm not a part of your life. Like, it's get away from my life. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm feeling, I'm feeling this exactly. Uh, what you're saying, like, especially on 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 set. Like it's it's for me it's natural. Just like, hi, how's yeah. Going? People just look at me like, why why why, why are you, you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. for for some reason there's this huge divide here of this this gap of of what's okay and like what's not in terms of just standard communication. Mm-hmm. Like that's also it's like you have thing. to be in my my social group in order for me to be friendly with you. It's of weird. Course. Like I when you can't pass somebody on the street and smile at them or wave, it's yeah. is it like this divide in community or is it like a divide in in culture? Well I would say I mean this is kind of veering way off topic, but I would say that uh <laughs> our perspective is is, is flawed on that because oh, totally. like this totally, is yeah this is like if you want to have somebody say hi and wave to you on the street then this is the place to be (laughs) versus pretty much anywhere else in the world because like even in the large cities um especially yeah i mean you see people you know even like helping people and stuff like that that like it just we take it for granted i think a lot of the times you know canadian sort of politeness and niceness that just it doesn't really happen in especially in america but in a lot of places in the world like like there's affection i think in in like latin culture and physical stuff like affection. that physical affection with like your friends and stuff like that but as far as like i don't know just kind of like yeah general friendliness and holding doors open for people mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that like we're pretty happen. unique in that well, in uh, that regard uh, thank thanking the the Thanking people, driver. yeah, thanking yeah. people that that help you just I at like the store that. or whatever. Like it's even, a, it's, it's even, yeah, going to like order a coffee and saying please and thank you. Yeah, it blows some Americans' but, minds. But when you say like the physical part of the Latin Latino culture is like you know, affection by uh, by uh, uh, touch. Um, touch and everything, 
we are physical in everything. Like the violence, the, our violence is pretty physical. Mm, as that's well. that's an interesting point. Yeah, and the dancing is very physical. Yeah. Yeah. From my anyway. Yeah. Um. We're. Uh, you had. Yeah, just one more. Yeah. Point. Go like, for it. Like from my perspective, in 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 a coming from small town Alberta, it's like if you wave to somebody and they don't wave back and you know that person it's like oh well why didn't they wave back to me did, did i do something wrong or well, you know them we, but you know them but but even in this small town it's like um you see somebody that you're not even associated with but you just like you wave because you see yeah. them all the time or you yeah, walk by true. them and and that's that community mm-hmm. thing that happens and that doesn't really translate over here i in the big cities at least not as much not but as much like if i yeah, if I'm walking down the street and I catch somebody's eye and I smile and they like scowl back at me or like even just like avert their gaze, I immediately think that person's a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just being nice. Hey, fuck yourself. It's like, like a defense mechanism for some people. It's like, yeah. Why are you what, being nice? What yeah. does this mean? <laughs> what do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's also this obligation. It's interesting because yeah that's true like, obligation like, is a good yeah, word there it's not yeah. very fair for me to think that person's yeah, a dick. Yeah, you know, like we, 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 but it's not only you. You're really like a lot of times at the edge of like I'm being nice or you're obli- I, 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 like I think that you're obliged to be nice to me so I'm being nice so if you're not I'm immediately I, I, I change and I get mad yeah so it's like it's so like it flips right away well, it's, yeah. well it's a code of, of society there's a code of society anywhere that you live and that's sort of the like if you go off it then people react with and that, and that code is ever-changing with, with our technology and stuff like that, which uh, which we will get into in the next break, I think. Or we're going to take a break here in the next segment. We're going to talk about uh, social justice warriors and kind of like, you know, internet pylons and that type of thing and how they, how they affect us going forward. So, yeah, we'll take a break here on the Slack line and we'll play some Crooked Spies for you guys and we'll be right back. Nice. <laughs> 